0: Hey, thank you for tuning in. Welcome to season one of the Prayer House podcast. Our mission and vision is simple. It is to spread the gospel and good news to the ends of the world and to do it by building a community whose foundation is Jesus Christ. So welcome to the family. We hope you enjoy this message and it is a blessing to you. Thank you, Brother Tom, for leading us tonight. Uh, Most of you guys... Um, I believe this is my first time uh, speaking to you guys today, but so thankful for you guys for allowing me to come and share a few minutes from the Lord. I was really um, just was just being enjoying the presence of God tonight. Uh, thank you, Juby and um, Jaron, for inviting me tonight. Jeremy, what a time! What a powerful time of worship today. And I just, I just wanted to sit down and continue in that worship. Um, God is just moving in this place, and I praise God for you guys for doing this um, and I was right before the message, right before the meeting started, I actually went to the website and I was just reading your, the mission and the vision statement. And it says prayer house was started with the burden to pray for a younger generation, to pray for an outpouring of spirit, for open eyes and hearts, for ears to listen and hear what God is saying. What a timely, what a timely word is that. I thank God, for, uh, thank God that God has given you that vision to start this movement. And I thank God, I pray that God will continue to use you and raise up more younger generations. You know, as a child of God, as a believer, we got to know what's happening. We must know what is happening in our nation and in our community. And I believe, I believe, strongly believe God is doing something. And I, we have to see that. So tonight, um, you know, my message for tonight, um, it's going to be very similar to that, uh, to your mission and vision. Honestly, when I prepared this message, I had no idea that it, that was your vision. But I think God kind of confirmed it while I was reading that, your know, the website. So tonight, um, I know we got a, a 20, 25 minutes or so, uh, a short meditation, whatever you are, um, if you have your Bible with you. I'll be reading from a second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18, second Corinthians four eighteen, A very, very familiar chapter and portion that we have read. And I'm sure you have read, uh, heard messages on this topic. Um, it says, so fix, we fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Okay, let me read that verse again, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And as I was preparing this message uh, early today and this afternoon, I was asking the Lord, God, what do you want me to say? And the title that I gave uh, for tonight's meditation or devotion, whatever you want to call it today, it is by faith, fix your eyes on the invisible. Okay? By faith, fix your eyes on the invisible. See, the blessings that we have on this earth is temporary. It will not last for too long. It only lasts for a few months or a few years. Maybe it is your fame or recognition or title, personality, money, whatever it is. What are the earthly blessings? That we enjoy here will only give you satisfaction for a short period of time. But I want to encourage you guys tonight do not lose, the, uh, lose your eternity when God blesses with all the heavenly blessings or with all, the, all the earthly blessings. You know, COVID 19 is a great reminder for all of us, including myself. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor or a rich man or young person or whoever it is. Um if we know that our life is so fragile, our life is so short, you know, over the last six, seven months, we, you know, we all watch news and we know what is happening. And but it's just a great reminder that it doesn't matter where you came from or what your background is. One thing is so sure that our life is so short. But the time that we have, the time that we are here, God has called us to make an impact. You know, a few months ago, I read um, there was an actor in India, a Bollywood actor. I forgot his name, but he committed suicide. I think that's at least what that's what they're saying. A famous actor committed suicide. Of course, he was famous. Um, he, he had so many followers, uh, but still, at the end, he was in a depression. He he committed suicide, and even forget about the you know those Bollywood actors, even ministers pastors especially during covid maybe that i've that you know that i've heard are almost committed suicide some committed suicide and i'm sure you heard what happened in california and a few other states recently so that depression is creeping in and into our lives of even in our minister's life in the believer's life but tonight i just wanted you guys to remember that we got to put our eyes on the invisible things and that is the hope of every believer. Our culture emphasizes the outward or the seen. The media is dominated by the money, possessions, houses, cars, physical beauty and outward sexes. But the Bible is very different. It stresses the importance of the invisible, okay? The Bible talks about the invisible, not the things that we can see with our own eyes, but the unseen aspects of our character. It could be our thoughts, it could be our beliefs, our attitude. I want you to remind tonight, I want to remind you guys today, what matters is not the outward things, but what matters is our inward. And I pray that tonight that God will open our eyes as we were singing that song Tonight, Lord, show me who you are. Fill me, oh God, and lead me to your love. You know, that is it's a powerful song that we always sing that in our churches. You know, it is, I will put my trust in you, and I will not be shaken if our eyes are fixed on the invisible things. So in the next few minutes, I wanted to point out a couple of things from the book of 2 Corinthians. How do we fix our eyes on not on what is seen? Or how do we fix our eyes on the invisible? If you have your Bible again, uh, come with me to Second Corinthians again. Chapter 4, verse 7, it says, We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Again, I want to point out a couple of things here. The first word is we have this treasure. What is the treasure? What is this unseen treasure? The meaning of that unseen treasure, it is the message of Jesus Christ. Okay, And it's very simple. And it it's a simple message for tonight. And I, sometimes we forget to understand even the simple things. If our focus is on Jesus Christ, okay, that is the hidden pressure that we must have it. It's not just a Sunday thing. It's not just a Saturday night thing. It's a day-to-day thing. And I prayed that. I thank God for you guys. Thank God that God has given this passion to spend time in the presence of God. But tonight I pray that Those who are listening to me today, I don't know who you are and where you're calling from, but I pray that whatever you're going through in your life, if you feel discouraged, if you feel depressed, lonely, especially with COVID, I deal with a lot of youngsters, and one of the main things they always say, I feel isolated. I feel depressed. I don't have anyone to talk to. But I want you guys to know that do not lose your hope. Fix your eyes on the invisible, that is jesus christ himself okay the bible says if god is with us who can be against us and i pray that let jesus be the center of our life let him be the center of our church let him be the center of our individual life you know, before COVID, we put our hope in a lot of things. We put our trust in our pastors and our youth pastors, Sunday school teachers and elders and leaders. But you know what? Over the last six months, yes, we have prayer lines and we have live streams and all that stuff. But tonight, it was just a quick reminder to all of us, more than, yes, we all need pastors. We all need deacons. We all need leaders, youth leaders. But more than anyone, we need Jesus Christ. We need his presence in our day to day life. And I pray that God will raise up a generation who will go after the Lord, saying, God, I just need your presence. Okay? I just need your presence. Just like Moses prayed, Moses said, Lord, do not send me from here unless you go with me, Lord. And that should be our prayer. So, Lord, fill my heart with your presence. And let's ask the Lord God renew my mind day by day with Your presence. And we must have an encounter with Him on a daily basis, not on just on the weekends, on the you know on a special events, but on a single every single day of our life. We must have an encounter, and we must have that passion. And if God is giving you a passion to get up in the middle of the night and pray. I hope and pray that you will get up and listen and obey that call of God and start praying in the presence of God. Because if you align with God's presence, if you align with God's ways, God will speak to you. God will reveal mysteries in your life. God will choose you for something great and mighty that is going to come later in your life. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Bible says Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. So do not forget, again, I'm just speaking to you as your brother and as your elder brother or as a youth pastor. I want to encourage you, if you feel discouraged, if you feel depressed, if you feel like you're isolated, I wanted to tell you that there is hope through Jesus Christ. Even though you're a believer, you've been gone to church for all your life, But you may want to hear this message today. I don't know what you're going through. Know that if you put God in your life, everything will come. Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. We just prayed for many matters just a few minutes ago. Those are losing jobs and those are struggling with COVID. You know what? Put your hope in the Lord. You know, even when you go through agony, when you go through trials, when you go through challenges, Know that God is there with you. Put your trust in God. Don't forget, He is our hidden treasure. And if you put your hope in God, He will never fail you. You will never be discouraged. You will never fail in the presence. The number po- number two, the second point that I want to bring it out today, it's through the unseen power. When you read this verse again, Second Corinthians 4, verse 7, what but we have, this treasure, which is the message of, of jesus christ in jars of clay in jars of clay to show that all surpassing power is from god not from us so number two we must realize we not only have the message of jesus christ or jesus himself we also have an unseen power amen we have an unseen power yes we cannot see it with our, with our, our eyes but you can only see it with your invisible eyes. And again, I will share that. There is an example uh, in the book of 2 Kings, I believe, uh, that we'll look into it in a few minutes. If you put your hope in God, you will experience the unseen power of God, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Listen, the clay jars are very insignificant. And if you study the ancient um, history Ah, uh, the, the clay jars were very common, but they were also very unimportant, temporary, and it was expandable. You know, back in the days, if a clay jar broke, you don't—they don't try to fix it. They will just disregard it or replace it, okay? Because it's there's no value. Nobody really cared about it. Um, it was very common. People use the, j- the jars, the clay jars, for many reasons, to wash people's feet and just put it, to put different things in there. So it was very common back in the days. So it's not, it was not anything precious or very, um, you know, people usually keep it at home so close. But here the Bible says, Paul is tell, reminding us that with the, in, in the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God. See, you just disregard it. you you know whatever happens to the clay jar you disregard it. But here Paul does not say that this pressure is contained in a gold pressure boxes, but this pressure of the gospel message is held in a clay jar. Who is this clay jar? It's you and I. Amen. We were not worthy to come to the presence of God. You know, we we're standing in the presence of a holy God, and we cannot even I tend to see his face. He is a God who is filled with glory. He is a holy God. But still, he paid the price on this for us on the cross. And he brought us to his place. And we have chosen by him. We have chosen by God. So tonight I want to remind you guys that you and I are the jars, the clay jars, that God has chosen. So I want you to know that tonight, who you are and whose you are tonight. Think about how God's power is on its greatest display when it transforms a weak, selfish, fragile, broken person into a God-loving, a Christ-believing, a royal priesthood holy nation, and a chosen generation standing in the strength that God supplies to every believer. We were weak. We were fragile. We were broken. We were crushed. You know, all of that stuff, everything that was mentioned, the persecutor struck down. We were abandoned. But God chose you and I for a, such a time as this, and he paid that price, and he made he put a treasure inside of us, and we are the jars of clay. You know what a powerful word is that? God has chosen you and I to display the greatness of his power through the weakness of humans. So there can be no mistake about who is at work. God has put that into our life, into ourself, the resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead. And that's why we read in 2 Corinthians 12 9, he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Listen, we are weak in our bodies. We don't have all the things that the world has, but what you have is it is the one Bible says the greater is in you, is the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in this world. And Jesus said, My grace is that's all you need and his power will make, perf- made, uh, make perfect in weakness. I wanna point out this story from Second uh, Kings chapter 6. You know the story about Elisha and the servant when the, uh, the king of Aram sent troops to capture Elisha. Elisha told his uh, poor servant, said, Do don't worry about it, don't be afraid. We have more forces on our side than they have on their kings. And this poor fellow, this poor guy, you know, he's a, he's a servant of Elisha. Okay? He's not that super uh, spiritual. Um, he's just do whatever Elisha asked me to do. And he said, What are you talking about, Elisha? I don't see anything. What do you say? You're saying that we have more forces on our side than they have. But he said, Oh Lord, Elisha, pray this prayer. Lord, open his eyes and let him see. You know, what is, what is he praying? He said, God, Open his eyes, Lord, and that's exactly what we just read. When you see the unseen, it's different. And Elisha prayed, "Lord, open his eyes; let him see." And I pray that that should be our prayer tonight. Just like as we, as you all have your mission statement, let's pray that, pray, Lord, open our eyes, open the eyes of every believer, Lord, open the eyes of every nation, Lord, let them see the hand work of God. So when he opened the eyes, you know what happened there? He saw the chariots. He saw the entire hillside was covered with horses and chariots of fire. Elisha was seeing things that his servant was not able to see, but Elisha was a spirit filled man. And God was speaking to the prophet Elisha and giving him the inside information. And he was filled with the divine knowledge and divine mission. Amen. The power of God was displayed in the life of Elisha. And that servant was also, was able to see what God was doing. But only the one with the power of God can see what is happening, what is happening around us. Amen. The power of God is not seen by our naked eyes, but it is an experience. And I pray that, Yes, our jars have flaws, and nobody is perfect. But when God gives us that all surpassing power, when He gives us that power, you will see things that no others can see it. The world will not see. The people around you may not see it. Your family may not see it. Your friends may not see it. But if you carry that power of God, not only you have the presence of Jesus, then now you have the power of God. In your weakness, that power of God will come inside of you, quicken your spirit, and will raise you up and give you the power of his resurrection. That is the hope of every believer. And that's why I always tell when I talk to the youngsters and I tell them, know who you are, know whose you are, and always know what you're carrying in your life. Amen? You are special, guys. I wanted to remind you, God loves you. Not only that, you are special, you are unique, you are handpicked by God. You are chosen for a, such a time as this to carry his presence, to carry the power of Jesus Christ. Know that you are carrying that power tonight. Last but not least, I want to remind you guys, not only do you have Jesus in his presence, the message of Christ, you have the power of Jesus. You also have the unseen promises. Amen. There are thousands of thousands of promises that are given to us through the word of God, through Bible. But tonight I want to remind you from Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, it says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they were yes in Christ. So through him, the amen, is spoken by us to the glory of God. Listen, if God has made, if God has made a promise in your life, He will never change His mind. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why we read in Psalms 119, verse 90. It says, "Your faithfulness continues through all generations, and you establish the earth." And it endures. What does that mean? If God has given you a promise, of course, you can't see it with your naked eyes. Only the one who carried the presence of God, carried the power of God with your invisible eyes, you will see the promise of God. Okay? In book of Joshua, chapter 21, verse 45, it is not one of the Lord's good promise to Israel failed every one of them were fulfilled but well, when i was reading the words i just got so excited god says every single promise that god has given to the children of god to the israel's not a single one of them was failed but bible says every single one of them was fulfilled i'll give you one more story from second kings chapter 3 verse 16 as we i got a few more minutes let me Russia, very quickly. Second Kings, chapter three, verse sixteen. It says, "This is what the Lord says: I will fill this valley with the pools of water. For this is what the Lord says: You will neither neither wind, you will neither neither see wind nor rain. Yet this valley will be filled with water, and you and your cattle and your other animals." will drink, this is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord, and he will also deliver Moab into your hands. You guys know this story, when the king of Israel, and king of Judah, and king of Edom, they came together to the prophet, and they said, what should we do, what can I do? And the man of God responded, said, you will never see a single drop of water, you will never see a wind from any direction, but this, but yet, this valley will be filled with water. Not only you will be able to drink your cattle and your all the animals will be able to drink. And then also the prophet said, this is an easy things in the eyes of the Lord. Guys, tonight I want to remind you, you may have received a promise of God many years ago. You probably wonder, Lord, how will this happen? Lord, how will this happen? You made a promise. And I don't think it's going to happen, Lord. And we have our calculations. We probably think, Lord, I don't see any signs that this will happen. But tonight, with under the, with the, the word of God that God has given to us, a reminder, this is an easy thing in the eyes of the Lord. If God has made a promise, yes, you may not be able to see it with your physical eyes, but I pray that by faith, you will ask the Lord, God, open my eyes, Lord. Help me, O God, to fix my eyes on the invisible things so I can see the promise of God. Trust in his promises over your circumstances. Trust in the invisible hand of God and in his promises. His promises will never fail. You may not understand how and when, but his promises will come to pass. Tonight I want to tell you that God is eternal. His place is eternal. His word is eternal. His people are eternal. Center your life around God. Center your life in his power, in his word, and in his promises. Tonight, as I conclude, I wanted to read, again, the same scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. It says, Therefore, we do not lose heart though outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day i want to encourage you tonight do not lose heart our troubles in this earth are temporary fix your eyes not what i what we see but on what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal and i I don't know who I'm talking to you tonight, but if you feel like, God, I'm going to give up. God, I tried everything that I, that I know, Lord. And I have done everything that I could, Lord. I spent so much time in your prayer, Lord. Lord, I've been seeking your presence from the time that I was born, Lord. I don't see an answer. I don't see a sign. God, how long should I wait, Lord? And I want to encourage you tonight. Do not lose heart, Okay. Do not lose heart. That's what Paul is telling the church in Corinth. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Yes, from outside you may not see everything, but inside of you, allow the Holy Spirit to renew your mind. Listen, you are not alone when you walk with Jesus. When you have that fellowship with God, no, you are not alone. You may be wondering, Lord, I'm always lonely. I'm always isolated. No, you are not alone. Do not listen to the whispers that you hear through your ears. Sometimes the devil will tell you you are good for nothing, or you do not have everything that you need to succeed. You don't have the right friends with you. You don't have the right partners. You may not be able to find the right partners, Do not listen to the voice of the enemy. And I pray that tonight, you will not lose your hope. Know your identity in Christ. You are not alone when you walk with Jesus. His power is inside of you. And his promises are for all generations. So tonight, I wanted to encourage you that don't lose your eternity with Christ over the things of this world. Let your heart be filled with his presence. Let your heart be filled with his promises. And I pray that you will continue to fix your eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Tonight, I just want to have a quick prayer over those who are listening tonight. Again, I don't know where you're calling from, and I believe most of you guys from Northeast, I'm from Dallas, Texas, but I pray that as I pray from here, whatever you're going through in your life, I know you're praying for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You're praying for souls to be saved. You're praying for a generation to come. You're praying for more youngsters to come and stand for the Lord. And maybe you're praying for your families. Maybe you're praying and interceding for dear ones. Maybe you're going through some tough times in your life. You feel like you're rejected and isolated, depressed, and you feel loneliness. And I pray that tonight that God will take away everything, every thoughts of the enemy. And I pray that God will fill his presence inside of you and carry you through it and know that you are not alone. Do not lose hope in God. Do not lose hope. Do not lose heart. Put your hope in God tonight, guys. Let me just have a quick prayer and then I'll hand it over to brother Tom. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this beautiful night that you have given to us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have in Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord. Our hope is not on earthly things or um, nothing in this world, Father, but we put our trust in you, Lord Jesus. God, as we're singing that song earlier today, oh God, Lord, we are not shaken because we know that you are a Christ. You are with us always, Lord. And the one who is in us is greater than the one who is in this world, Father God. Thank you, Lord Father, for the Son, Jesus Christ, that you gave us as the eternal treasure that is inside of us, Lord. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for choosing us tonight. Even though we are the clays of jar, jars Clay, Father, we are weak, we are fragile, we are, um, we are nobody, Lord but he chose us, Lord, to carry your presence. God, your presence is heavy, Lord. God, I pray, oh God, thank you, Lord, for carrying us. Thank you, God, for choosing us, Lord. Lord, I pray, oh God, fill us so, God, with your presence tonight. God, fill us with your presence tonight. God, we need you. God, we need you. God, our ancestors need you, Lord. God, our nation needs you, Lord, our, Community needs you, Lord. Yesterday is gone, but today we are in need. God, we are in need, Lord, we are in need. And we call upon you, Lord. We call upon you. God, carry us, Lord. Carry us through, Father God. And I pray for the youngsters, those who are listening today, Lord. Lord, I do not know what they're going through tonight, but I pray if there is somebody is going through depression. If someone is going through isolation, God, I pray, God, let the peace of God, let the presence of God be upon them. Carry through them, Lord Father. I bless them tonight. Let the peace of God be upon their life, Lord. Help us to fix our eyes, not what is seen, but on on things that we're not able to see. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our hearts. Lead us to the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks again for tuning in. We pray that the word of God has touched you and transformed you. His word continues to be a living and active source of life. And only through his word can we rejuvenate our own lives. So rate us and leave a review if you can. We really appreciate it. Till then, keep searching, keep listening for his voice, and we will see you again next time.